Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 36, the Rashid Wallace, Marcus Smart episode. Some might say it's the Jerome Bettis episode, but we're not saying that here in Cincinnati. No, sir. And we're not saying that up there in Cleveland, are we, Doge? Oh, I like, I like Byron West, Westbrook, though. That's a good one. Sure. Okay. I like that. Trev, in Cleveland, are you thinking this is Jerome Bettis, or are you more in the Rasheed Wallace, Marcus Smart section here? Uh, specifically Rasheed Wallace. Well, don't lie. That makes sense. Yeah. Dill, how are you today, sir? Howdy, guys. How are you, uh, how are you gentlemen doing? Doing all right? I'm well. There you go. Good. Love to see you all on, uh, in a little FaceTime. Yeah, it's good to get the faces out here. A little FaceTime. <laughs> Alright everyone, so um, You know we are the clubhouse We're brought to you by the Cheap Seats Network Home of the Pick and Roll Report And now Trev and Teach, The new NBA podcast We've got an incredible show for you this This week, and you know what It's gonna look a little bit like this still First quarter We're gonna do a little soccer update Cause Laton came to town and the U.S. women's are playing in the World Cup. Second quarter, we're going to talk about Anthony Davis and his trade, along with the NBA draft. In the third quarter, we're going to talk about NBA free agency and our, and our predictions for next year. And fourth quarter, as you know, this summer, we're doing our summer segments, so stay tuned for that. Um, I'm not going to give it away, but it's going to be a good one, that's for sure. So, without further ado, we got to warm it up. Trev, I'm gonna kick it to you first since you haven't been on in a while. Uh, I know you got to stretch those legs. Uh, what do you got for us this week? All right. Well, uh, <clears throat> I was uh, really excited for the NBA draft going into it. I thought the Cavs would uh, treat Kevin Love and J.R. Smith. <laughs> they would uh, draft Cam Reddish, and uh, it was it was fine. Just fine? Um, yeah, it was fine. Um, I'm, I'm actually really happy with what we did. But, uh, yeah, so, so that was, uh, you know, I've been looking forward to that for about a month. Um, so the draft was uh, great TV. The emotion the players showed was yeah. uh, peak sports television. A lot of tears, a lot of tears there for sure. Yeah. Um, Doge, what about you? What do you got for us this week? I was uh, joking around with one of my buddies. I can't for the life of me remember who it was. But uh, I, I want to open a petition to call the, the women's soccer team for the United States. Just call them the U.S. international team. And then call <laughs> the, the men's team the U.S. men's international team. Because the, the women are the ones out there really representing the USA. Put right. on a really good show for the World Cup. So uh, I want to get it changed. See if, we can, see if we can get that worked up. How many signatures do you think you need, Doge? I don't know. 200? If you got mine, we'll see where we go. Okay. I'll sign, I, could, I could sign that. I'm in. We got two. Okay. Just doubled our count. I mean, we're here. We're rolling yeah, now. Excited. We're rolling now. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to warm it up here, and uh, I'm going to say that uh, very fitting that this is the Marcus Smart episode for me. He just won the NBA's Hustle Award. Very deserving of it, I think, because he's just flying all over the place. 
diving for balls, taking charges, doing whatever he can, you know, playing his butt off and playing like a true, true Celtic. So keep up the great work, Marcus, and uh, congrats on the award. Dill, um, we're going to give you the floor. I know you need a lot of time to warm up, so what do you got here for us this week? All right, so I don't know if you guys have heard about the Olympics. Oh, my God. With the possibility of adding breakdancing for an Olympic event starting in 2024 in Paris. So, I don't... Is that summer or winter, breakdancing? Summer. Yeah. Summer. That's outdoor? Uh-huh. <laughs> it might be indoor. I think it's Absolutely summer and indoor, like a gymnastics-y kind of vibe. 2024 is You know what I mean? Is the summer oh, Twenty twenty two is gonna be the next winter Olympics. How so, do you score breakdancing? We need like Gordon Taylor here to tell us. Uh, so apparently the reason why is that it's gender balanced, it's more youth focused, more urban. And that's direct uh, that's a direct quote from the committee. So that that's what I gotta gotta warm up with. Okay. A little break dancing. You can do a little break dancing here to warm us up. I yeah. like it, Dill. Yeah, I got sure. a couple cardboard pieces I'm already to go in on. Okay. I like it. A couple spins on the head. Sure. I get too dizzy for that. Um. All right, moving on then to our first quarter. Zlatan comes to Cincy in the Women's World Cup. So I know Doge has got this petition going around, so we're going to talk about that in a minute more. But first, we're going to talk about FCC taking on and losing to, unfortunately, the LA Galaxy this past weekend. A big question all year, um, even since, you know, kind of Cincinnati became an MLS team, was, is Laton going to play in Cincinnati? There's a lot of concern about him playing because of his knee and artificial turf. And the, the season before, he did not play on turf. So I was a little bit weary. But, in fact, he played, and he played the full 90 minutes, so do you feel that his presence and performance lived up to the hype? Um, Doge, we'll swing it to you first. What do you think? Well, I mean, to be honest, I really didn't get to catch any of his play at all. Um, was working during the game and then pulled up and uh, was hoping to see some highlights. You know, I'm, I'm a Cincy fan, but the, to pull up highlights and not see as a lot of time, well, I was a little upset. So, um, I mean, don't ask me. I didn't get to watch him play, but... Uh, I was expecting a goal from him. Certainly. Um, I, I agree. I would definitely wanted a goal, but just him being there and, like, there was stuff that he did that obviously they weren't going to show in the highlights. Like, for instance, when they kicked it down on the offensive side and they had, like, a little bit of a run for FC, he kind of just, like, sat down on offense and just, like, didn't do anything. And, like, when he was offsides, like, they, like, kicked the ball up to him. He just caught it and threw it at the ref and was like, I'm not getting called for that. Like, or whatever. Like, it was just hilarious. So, he got called for the handball. So, his stats don't say he was offside. It's, like, super Zlatan. Um, but you can just, like, him, he's so huge. Like, you could definitely, like, feel his presence. But his performance might not have lived up. But he's definitely, like, ginormous and commands, like, a whole entire stadium for sure. Bill, what do you think? I know you were uh, actually in the stadium like I was. What do you think? Yeah, so honestly, I thought one of the cool things just to see him, like, you know, warm up. Right. You know, what is he doing pregame? You know, what is he doing, you know, out there during the game? 
uh, see what his patterns are, you know, how he reacts, what his teammates were doing when he was, when, you know, how are they reacting to him? Right. I thought it was hilarious how he just kept shouting at the other team. Or, uh, yeah, he was yelling at one guy a ton. And after every single play, he would have some sort of, like, you know, whatever to say to them about, like, oh, you should have been here. And, right. like, you could tell, like, it wasn't, like, a two-way conversation. Like, that was him talking to him. And that's right, it. right. <laughs> and Zlatan, you know, just demanded greatness, you know, out there. You know, he didn't really have to do a whole lot because they had two early goals. Right. Uh, two goals in the first 15 minutes. So... After that, they were able to kind of just take their chances as they were, and if not, you know, they could just, you know, hold possession after that. And his passing was just really unique. Yeah. The way he was able to, like, have a perfect touch on a ball, you know, he'd one-time it, you know, directly where he needed to go. Really nice header passes, too. Like, just, like, perfect and with power and pace, too. Like, I don't know. A couple crosses that he had that he was pissed off about, which is funny because he was like, you should have let me have that. Right, yeah, or somebody else got him, yeah, for sure. Trev, um, not sure if you caught any of the game. I know um, you're not necessarily an FCC guy, but uh, did you catch any of these Zlatan appearance? Or can you, we just get a comment on Zlatan, if not? Uh, as a uh, extremely um, minor, casual uh, viewer and fan of the sport, what they call soccer yes. on this side of the world, I'd say Zlatan is a, he's a superstar that's fun to watch. Yes. So seeing him in person, even if he didn't touch the ball, he just walked around and pointed at people, it would be like super entertaining. Oh, he definitely touched it. He just didn't score. I just mean, like, yeah, I mean, like, you need the cool You need the goal. You need the goals, goal. But, like, also, like, who cares? Like, that's sick that you were just, like, there with him. Right. Because he's, like, a miss. No, totally. He's great. And he's just kind of a nutball, too. You could tell how he was really good when he was younger, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, when he was, like, always out there competing, like, you know, he established who he is today. Like, back then, oh, man, he would have been fantastic. Right. No doubt. Yeah. All right. Speaking of fantastic. Do it. The U.S. women's have been fan- women's. The women's team has been fantastic. And they were... Maybe not super fantastic, but they defeated Spain this past Monday, 2-1 to one, with Rapino scoring two PKs. Um, does this give you any doubt or any reason to doubt them going into the semifinal match against the host nation, France, who is a very you know talented team? Um, Dill, swing it to you first. All right, so I feel like anytime you're playing a host nation, you know, it's going to be difficult to beat them on All their right. turf. You know, the crowd's going to be. Yeah, I mean, it's, for it's, sure. it, but it is the U.S. They're, you know, definitely ranked in the top five for a reason. And right. I think they're going to show, you know, the reason why. They're going to, they always find a way to win. You know, they're able to, uh, you know, f- you know, find a different way with having two penalty kicks. I mean, right. how often does that actually happen? Right. Uh, very rarely in my, <laughs> in my, uh, in our league games. Right. We have penalty kicks. So the fact they had two in one game, they were able to get out of that one. Obviously against Thailand, they did what they did. Right. And then uh, who's the other game? Uh, Sweden. Um, you said Chile? I don't know. Yeah, Chile was the... Okay. It was Chile and then um, I think Sweden. And then Sweden. Okay, I was going to say, I couldn't remember Chile. Um... So, yeah, I mean, against those teams, they were able to find a way to win as well. So, right. 
either way, different people are contributing, but they also have their you know stars who are starting to rise a little bit more often here. Right. So certainly. I think um, we'll be fine. Right. Sure. <laughs> right. Trev? Any reason to doubt the women coming up here in the uh, game against the host nation, France? Can I ask, what was the final score of the Spain game? 2-1. Two, 2-1. One. Two, one. Yeah, so I caught most of, most of the game. Uh, Spain was up 2-0 at the end. And the second goal the USA scored, the PK, yeah. that was a horrible call. It was in like so the 76th minute, so you definitely watched a lot of it then. Yeah, okay, cool. So, I, I, that, I mean, that was a terrible call. <laughs> sure. I didn't see the call, so I, I just saw the result. In, in, in our, in sure. our buddy Colin Petrello, who is um, a fan, sure. he's going to be, you know, a little bit, but he even called it soft. Wow. So it was a soft call. Okay. So, you know, it was not a good call. Um, they went 2-1 against Spain. How good is Spain? Is Spain really good? I think they're top 10, I believe. Okay. So <laughs> I'd say that, you know, I saw USA a couple weeks ago were like, Head and shoulders above the competition, correct. But I, don't, I really don't think that's the case. It's definitely up in the air. Right. So I'd say yeah. There's there's some some reason to doubt more than um, no doubt at all. Sure. Doge, are you doubting? Are you confident? What do you got here for us? I know you got the petition to sign. Is that coming with a lot of confidence or a little bit of doubt? <laughs> I I do still think with the petition, but I will say that there's definitely some doubts. You know, I, I still believe. Don't get me wrong that the U.S. international team is the best team in the tournament. Um, but they are playing the host nation, a really talented host nation. And their last couple matchups have left a little bit to be desired. Their their second goal against Sweden uh, could have been called off sides, wasn't. So that really could have been a 1-0 one, one game. And then uh, their game against Spain, they, they only net a goal through base. So there's definitely some doubts, you know. Compared to the the team that we saw in the last in the first matchup against Thailand, like they're playing a little bit different ball and not as dominant as we maybe expected them to. So there's certainly some doubts against a really good host nation. But sure. don't get me wrong, like I said, still think they're the best team. Still think they're going to win, but it's not going to be a no doubt winner. That's for sure. Yeah, it's certainly not going to be a 13 to nothing shellacking, but I do think they are definitely going to come out of this game. And they're going to be very confident, and I would not doubt them in this game. I think there may be some doubts against the Netherlands. They've looked really good, and, um, well, Germany's person got hurt, so maybe not them. But France is ranked number two. I know France is good, but I just, I don't know. Hey, um, I have a question for you, Teach. Yes, sir. Do you think that the 13-0 game that any of the celebrating or, like, the excessive goal scoring was, like, over the top at all? Um... I don't know. I didn't get to watch much of that game either, but from what I saw, I just, I don't know. I didn't think it was much. I just, I don't know. My dad was so turned off that I thought he was rooting for Spain in the next game. I was like, what Oh, wow. I don't know. I just... It was like, should I put the flag away? Like, what are we doing? You know, like, it's 13-0. It's an international game. Like, they were killing it. That's the, isn't the whole goal to win by as much as possible? I was going to say, like... If you're, if you're achieving your goal, you should be allowed to celebrate. Ask me this, Trev. If I score the 14th goal in that game, am I going to celebrate? You're damn right I am, because I've never oh, scored dude, in the I'm World tackling. Cup. I'm tackling your ass, dude. So, like, I'm sorry that, yes, that's probably annoying, 
but I, whatever. Uh, listen, if the, if they were terribly annoying celebrations, it'd be much, but I don't know. They, I thought they were fine. It comes down to go goal differential after that, and you just got to make sure you've done as many goals as possible. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I think it was, I think it was dope. Right. I have a message to someone like me and a watch. Right. So, right, like, holy crap. I don't, I don't know if 9 would have sent that message. We'll never know. Sure. I agree. All right. Well, we're all confident they're going to win at least. That's good. I like that. When do we play? I'm not sure. Off the top of the dome. Stats team, can we get that while we move on to the second quarter? What's the question? When uh, when do we play France? Oh, it's Friday. There you go. Stats team's on it. June 28th. There it is. Bam, bam, bam. I believe it's at 6. Bada bing, bada boom. There you go. Second quarter. Those of you listening on the West Coast. I didn't know if you were talking about maybe the next men's game. I was uh -uh. at 6. Tonight. No, the next men's game's in like 20 minutes. Right. Soon. Second quarter. NBA draft and pre-draft trades. Topic number one. Anthony Davis was traded to LA Lakers. Boo. For Alonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart. The fourth pick in the 2019 draft. And two other first-round picks. Who do you think won this trade? And did the Lakers give up too much? Trev, our NBA expert. I'm going to hand it off to you first. Was this too much? And who do you think won? All right. Here, here's the first thing. Is that before the trade happened, if you had told me that the Lakers traded everybody but LeBron for Anthony Davis, I'd say, all right, well, they have the two of them, so it's a good trade. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, in my opinion, you can't say it's a bad trade. You got Anthony Davis for LeBron James. With the salary cap, you're going to have room for other people. But they gave up a lot. They probably could have gotten it for less. Yeah. The Celtics couldn't get him until July 6th. So, like, that is a date where, like, maybe there's a guy that the Celtics have that, like, they could pry Anthony Davis. But, like, right. they gave up early, in my opinion. I think they, they wanted to do that when they did it. And they paid in order to do it a week earlier than they could have. Right. No, I totally um, agree. And Lazo Ball is really good at basketball. Sure. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I love LeBron's, and I'm happy he's got Anthony Davis. Um, I will then go next and just say that this, um, this sucks. I'm not a fan, not a fan of what's going on here in Celtic realm. Our off season has not been great. Um, but you know, whatever. I think the Lakers won this trade. Obviously, like you said, Trev, I'm not going to repeat everything you said, but yeah, if you put LeBron James and Anthony Davis together, how do you lose the trade? But in five years when those guys are gone and they don't have any picks, it's going to be a rough time probably. So, um, Lakers are beat. I hope they don't win. And good luck. Doge, who wins and who gave up too much? Or did they give up too much, I guess? Yeah, well, I mean, it's a great trade for both teams, I will say. Yeah, no doubt. Getting, getting Davis is huge for a Lakers team that's that needs to contend right now with two years left of LeBron in this contract and then you couldn't you couldn't wait till LeBron's last year on the contract to go get him in free agency. It had to happen this year. But they did give up a ton for him. That's why I think like if I have to pick a winner, 
think it's the Pelicans because I think that the Lakers could have given up less and still got them. Sure. And so I think the Pelicans, like, that's a fair way right to look at it. A little bit, which I think that's why they win. Um, bringing in Lonzo Ball, and plus, like, I'm a little bit biased because we know now that they got Zion. Oh yeah. And they have Zion. It's it's a bit of a different story. They still had a really great haul. They got this year's fourth pick in the draft. They got first rounders for a while. It's just like it was such a great haul for a superstar. Like Kawhi went to Toronto, and they got Tamar DeRozan. Like you know, and some, and Jakob, some other like Jakob Podol. Right, some other like filler players. So they got Kawhi and Danny Green. Yeah. No, the Raptors got Kawhi and Danny Green. But that's what I mean, though. Like, it wasn't like Anthony Davis went with, like, someone else. Holiday. <coughs> uh, no, I was going to say Toronto. Uh, but, like, you know, somebody. Not Julius Randle. He was just there. <laughs> right. They don't really just have like anybody that. else that's at that level. Yikes. <clears throat> no, getting Kawhi and Danny Green and then, like, getting, well, giving up Kawhi and Danny Green and then getting what the Spurs got, like, the Spurs got destroyed compared to what the, the Pelicans got for giving up their star. Right, but Kawhi Leonard proved by coming back from his injury that those guys are worth that kind of money, and he won it all. And it's like that's the only reason that Anthony Davis cost that much was because of Kawhi performing the way he did. I don't and know. he did, it was like, can he even play? The Spurs, still got, a, the Spurs still got an all-star back. Like, who knows if any of the guys the Pelicans got are going to be all-stars, you know? True. I think the Spurs did better in their trade, personally. Wow, crazy. Yeah, no, I think the Pelicans killed it. I love David Griffin. I'm happy for him. I think they both did killer, honestly. <clears throat> they just had different moves, like what of what That's they were trying enough. to do. I think. I think as far as like selling a star that you know was going to leave, like the Pelicans got an unreal haul for what they what they gave up. In my right. The picks are definitely nasty if they turn out to be what they should be. Yeah, I mean, it's like the Kyrie situation. It's like, can right. you imagine if we had just gotten, like, all those dudes for Kyrie? Right. That would be wild. That's a little different, but yes. Well, I mean, kind of. He's under contract and asked for a trade. Right, he but... He said he would sit out in order to have a surgery he needed. Anthony Davis is better than Kyrie is the, 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 just the difference. Yeah, but... The, the, it's the like, it would just look like Kyrie such a better haul... Like, would have been, like, Jay Crowder, Jalen Brown, the pick, and, like, another bench guy, like, smart. Right. That would have been an absolute shellac. And I would, oh, and I would just be, oh, that'd be nice. <laughs> Speaking of a wish you coulda, woulda, Trev. Kyrie's like a hot potato. He is a hot potato. We're going to move on to topic two, which is the wish you coulda, woulda. And if you wish you coulda, woulda changed one pick in this draft or one player on a different team, who would you change? Doge, I'm picking you first. What do you got? Um, I would have liked to see Admiral Schofield go anywhere besides Washington. Oh my god, please. <laughs> because I like the Admiral, and I, I hate that he went to, like, specifically the Wizards. Yeah. Oh. And they're just such a dumpster fire right now in their salary situation. John Wall's just collecting like 40 bills, rehab, and it's just awful. Otto Porter did not wind up turning out to be as good as they paid him. And it was like, uh, yeah. I would have rather seen him go to like the Hawks or the Pellies and like be around like a solid young core. Because they both had picks like 
kind of in like the early to mid second round where they could have taken him and they, they didn't. And I like Admiral, and I would have rather seen him go anywhere besides Washington. I totally agree with you. I would. I I thought the Celtics were gonna get him. So I was when I saw that I was like, damn. I thought he was gonna be a sleeper like where we got. Uh, oh my god. I can't, this is gonna piss me off. Who like recently? Our fourth pick in the draft. I can't think of his name right now, and it's really killing me. He deserves better than this. I gotta get the stats team on it. Either way, we'll look at it later. Sure. Table it. I'll tell. I'll give him an apology to shout out the next pod. That's how I'll do it. Sure. Um, <clears throat> but I thought we were gonna get the admiral there. But that's not my wish. It could have. I wish the Suns would have taken anyone else besides Cam Johnson with their pick for their own sake, but also because I wanted the Celtics to get him later in the draft where he was supposed to go at like 22 or 24, not at nine. So. Um, good for the Suns. I hope it works out, but I, I don't know. I don't see that one going very well for them. Dill, what do you got here for us? All right. So I just want to say that I think the AD situation was a win-win. Sure. Go ahead. And that he's a great asset to have for free agents. Sure. That's all I want to say. Real quick. Go ahead. Wish it could have won it. Right. Why not take Hachimura to the Warriors? Which, uh, when did they have a pick? Or do you just like say like the they just 20s. do it? Okay. That's probably like where it should have went. That's what I'm saying. Like, if they could have kept him on the West Coast, you know. Right, so yeah. Him all the way over. Or to the Wizards, right. And also, the same thing Doge was saying. They're just, like, trash right now. So, I just, I, I, you know, I'm rooting for him, but I, I don't want to root for him on the Warriors. Dude, I swear I heard, and I'm not sure which source I heard it from, but I heard that the Wizards didn't even interview or work out Hachimura before they drafted him. They were just like, oh, yeah, that's our guy. <laughs> they like, ruined him by taking him that high. Yeah. No, it's not worth It's not valued in the pick there. No, it's, it's not. Not You could have gotten more, I feel like, or something. I don't think. Well, plus everybody uh, thinks he's gonna like. Now it's like a negative pick too. Like he needed some positive vibes. I feel like going in because he's. I don't know. That's my thought. Trevo. So this is like a. You wish someone would have taken something with the pick they had, or just something you wish would have happened during the draft. Yeah. Either one. Either one. What? It's just something that you thought you would have changed about the draft, like one guy or one team doing something different. All right. Give me. I wish the Pelicans had traded the fourth pick, and it, it, it's probably it's probably Brandon Ingram for the third pick, and uh, the taking RJ Barrett. That would have been cool. Just get the boys back together. Zion, who are best friends and roommates. That would have been funny. I also think it would have been really nice. Um, another one I would have wanted was the Cavs taking Cam Reddish because I'm a big Cavs fan, a big Cam Reddish fan, a big fan of both of them together. <laughs> Cavs Cams. That'd be great on the Hawks. I mean, I, I was going to say you had the chance, but Darius could be pretty good. That's for sure. Oh, he's awesome. All right. Moving on then to topic three. 
Which team do you think had the best draft, and which team do you think had the worst draft? Just give a quick little blurb on this. Um, <clears throat> we'll go right back to you, Trav, first. What do you got? Yeah, all right. No joke, I think the Cavs had the best draft. I'm not trying to be biased. They got Garland, who supposedly... You're so biased. The draft. Worst case, he's very good. Um, I think uh, uh, Dylan, Big Dill, that we took uh, 26. Sure. Congrats, congrats Phil. Um, yeah. I think you were a great pick. Um, Absolutely, I agree. I think you're going to fit right into the offense, hustle for rebounds. I think you averaged 10.8 defensive rebounds last year and led the conference. Um, and what and I do? Just hustling, so that's huge. Big guy. Wet ball. And uh, Kevin Porter was a great, great, great value pick. Junior. That, yeah, Junior. Got to say and, it. Uh, and, and I think that, that's an A-plus track right there, so... You're not called in an A on, uh, on Trevor Teach. Sure. I'm upgrading it to an A+. Plus Classic. After a good night's sleep. Sure. Got to think on it a little bit. And the Wizards had the worst draft, Oaks. Oh. I mean, I mean yeah. they, they took the second-best Gonzaga player at, like, ninth. Yeah. I mean, it was no good. It was so shocking that no one even noticed that Cam Johnson went above it. Yeah. Right. 100%. It was crazy. Um, so, I'll go next, because I also had the Wizards uh, for the same reason. Um, I just, I don't know. I didn't think that that was the best pick. I thought they could have added some other, um, talent. It just felt like they were trying to replace Otto Porter Jr. with this, like a similar kind of guy. And they kind of stretched on it for me. So we'll see. Best draft. Um, I'm going to put the Pelicans aside because if, obviously if you get Zion, you win this draft. Um, but I'm going to say the Grizzlies because I think getting jaw and then getting Brandon Clark, the best player, from Gonzaga, um, is a very, very good draft. And he's going to be very versatile to play with Triple J, Justin, or uh, Jaron Jackson Jr., excuse me. Um, so they're going to be a nice little young team um, coming here, or coming forward here. Joe, who do you think won the draft, and who do you think lost the draft? I like the Hawks draft. Mm-hmm. I like Cam Reddish, and I like DeAndre Hunter. Um, I thought those were, were two good picks. Um... I'd say as far as my my least favorite, I would have said the Wizards, but I just knew that was going to be a popular opinion, and I already bashed them. Right, right. So I'm, I'm going to go with the Magic. Yeah. They got from OKK, uh, or Okiki, Okiki. Say it, uh, from Auburn. And that was the only player that they wound up getting from that draft class. They had another pick, traded it away. And I liked OKK at, uh, at Auburn. He's also coming off of an ACL injury from March Madness. And, like, yeah, he played well in the tournament, played well throughout the season. But, like, that's a tough injury to come back from. And to have that be your only pick from the draft classes is a little rough on a, on a team that's still kind of in the rebuilding stage. I know that they wound up making the, the, the playoffs, but they were kind of right around 500. They still need them for young pieces. So I would like to see a little bit more from the Magic. So I'll, I'll toss them in there. Sure. Oh, also got Bruno Fernando. Awesome. Oh, Kiki's not supposed to play till like February or January, even if he does. So it's like they just kind of like draft and stashed a guy. Right, sure. Who like maybe, like he might not be good if his ACLs, you know, affects his play. But hopefully he comes back strong and has a good season for the Magic. But I, I can, uh, I like that pick there, Doge. Yeah, I like, I liked him at Auburn, but I, I just hope he comes back and recovers well and proves me wrong, but to have that be your only pool is kind of lame. Right, sure. 
Big Dill, uh, what do you got here for best draft, worst draft? So, totally unbiased as well. Sure. Uh, All right. I also think the Cavaliers had a pretty good draft. I think that with Beeline coming in, I think it's important to have a lot of college players, you know, come in because he's going to be able to fit them into, like, a system pretty easily. Uh, he's going to be able to mold them into what he wants. And I feel like they got uh, a couple guys who are, you know, just you know, straight-up shooters. Right. So, I think it'll be good for them to be able to hit down some shots because that's, you know, at the end of the day, they will win the game. So, we'll just see kind of who out of the, uh, you know, this draft is going to come out on top. Uh, you know, Sexton, you know, going to actually play it, you know, keep progressing as a player. Uh, is he going to pan out? You know, we'll see. But, but, the Timberwolves, I like them the least just because I don't really agree with what they're doing. I you feel like, like they, don't, they don't, I just feel like they don't know what they're doing. So it's like, even if they get him, like, they're just going to, you know, screw it up. I've heard that they did that to make room to try to get D'Angelo Russell. So if they do that, that would be nice. Be but if not, I agree. He's still Wiggins. Yeah. What's his uh contract? No, his nickname again. Oh, Maple Jordan? Yeah, Maple Jordan. For sure. He's still Maple Jordan. Yeah. He's, He's got to start playing. Maple Mamba's going to start for the Knicks next year. R.J. Barrett. Yeah. Looking forward like to that. A, that's a good you can't, call, you can't call Wiggins Maple Jordan anymore. I know. It's, it, right. he, it's like super ironic. He's closer to being out of the league than he is to being Maple Jordan. It's like not close. Yeah, 100%. Let's see. All right. While we're here, let's take a little break and go to halftime. Big deal. <clears throat> Where can we find the Cheap Seats Network stuff? All right. We have two places. I'm sure you guys have heard before. There's a Facebook. Just type in the Cheap Seats Network. It's nice and simple. All right. The Cheap Seats Network. And then on Twitter, it's at the Cheap Seats SN, and that's all. So no spaces, no periods. You know, we had to fit it all in, so we just got straight to it with the oh, yeah. Cheap Seats SN. Absolutely. Doge, where can we find the Clubhouse stuff? You can find us on Facebook, the Clubhouse. Clubhouse, one word. Um, on Twitter and Instagram at Clubhouse underscore TCSN or the Cheap Seats Network. Uh, we'll be posting after this episode. Uh, feel free to, to give, us a, give us a comment, give us a like, subscribe, share with your friends. Also, if you haven't already, go back and look at our post of our Fat Five of our favorite fast foods. Oh, yeah. Critique. I want to hear what you guys think. What's your Fat Five? <clears throat> Trev, Trev, quick, what's your top? what's your top one? Number one. Yeah, number one. Oh, wow. It's got to be five guys. Wow. Sure. Five guys. Sure, sure, sure. I don't think five guys is even in my top five, though. I don't think it made anybody's. There you go. Either way. I would have expected Trev to say Chipotle. Me too. So the cookie crumbles. Yeah. (laughs) Sure. Um... Trev, real quick, just give us a quick little blurb about Trev and Tej and what we can expect to see on that show um, that we just posted in the upcoming shows. 
Yeah, well, our uh, episode that we just posted um, really gives you a nice recap of the draft. Oh, yeah. Free, for free agency. Um, kind of gives you a taste of what we're going to be doing. Uh, the episodes are nice and short, you know, 30 to 40 minutes. So you're not even getting bored. There's none of that. By the time you're bored, it's over. It's you're quick like, little, quick little poppers. And you just put it on because it's right there. We're going to be doing a lot of them. Sure. Boom. Love to hear it. Moving on now, gentlemen, to the third quarter. Free agency predictions for our first topic here and our only topic. We're going to put on a couple hats, and we're going to pretend to be a free agent, and you're just going to let us know where you'll be heading. So um, we'll just – everyone will go around and do – We'll do maybe do two each of the top, you know, major free agents and say what you think they're thinking right now. So, in order to start, should we go with the expert, Mr. Trev, or should we go with Doge? Dill, what do you think? I'm leaving it up to you. Let's let's hear what the uh, the expert has to say about everything first, so we get some knowledge. You know. All right, Trev, pick a hat out and pick a name and let us know where you're going to be heading. All right. Well, I am. Uh, <coughs> I'm Kevin Durant. Sure. Welcome, Kevin. Appreciate you on Hi, the show. Kevin. Hi. Hi, everybody. Um, I am really, really excited to announce that I will be signing a four-year max deal with the Golden State Warriors. Wow. We're going to continue what we started. Um. Whenever that, whenever it started. Sure. Whenever you're back. Yeah. I like it. That's yep. kind of easy. I do think that that's happening. Sure. I like to hear it. Doge, put a hat on. Who are you going to be? Where are you going? Are you staying? Who are you? I am Kawhi Leonard. Wow. So yeah. Kawhi? I'm signing a one-and-one one in Toronto, and I'm staying, and we're running it back. Wow. Board man gets Great. paid. Board man gets paid. Marcus Gasol just picked up his option for this year. I know, I saw that. Run it back. I mean, of course he was, though. He's not going to get $25 million anywhere else. Right. So. I like the one-on-one call. Right. Mm-hmm. 100%. That's that, hey, we're going to run it back, and if we don't win, I'm out of here. Yeah, absolutely. There's a little pressure on him. And if I do, I'm definitely going for the three-peat. <laughs> like, why would you not? Um, Dill, put a hat on. Who are you? All right, so... I didn't know what you guys were going to do, so I, I was thinking about doing Jimmy Butler. Yeah. So, for me, I think it makes the most sense. Why don't I travel down to Texas? Oh! Get a little Houston action. Wow, a little sign and trade? So, and here's here's why. Um, with me on their team, we can beat any team in the West right now. And, you know... We have to give up a couple guys. You know, that's fine because obviously I'm going to make up for that difference. Uh, being an elite defender as well, which is something they've needed to focus on the last couple of years. Um, we have a bunch of distractions on that team as far as who's going to take the ball. You know, not distractions in a bad way, but like defensively we're, you know, right. we're a challenge. Right. So we have a lot of different options offensively. And, uh, yeah, I definitely think that that's where I want to go. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, alrighty then. Put my hat on here. <clears throat> sure. A little adjustment. Ladies and gentlemen, how are we? Kemba Walker here. Kemba. Hey, Kemba. 
I've got good news and bad news. What would you guys like first? Uh, let's give us the bad news so we can have some good news. Bad news is the Hornets did not offer me the Supermax because they didn't think I was worth it. Good news is Boston wow. did, and I'm signing with the Boston Celtics. I can't wait to be a Celtic. Let's go, baby. Come on, Kemba. <laughs> uh, I hope so. Trev. Um, Listen, I put my hat back on because I need to edit my contract really quick on my first guy. So it's got to be the five-year. Durant's going to take, well, whatever, four years, five years. There's going to be, a, in it, there's going to be a specific wording that allows for a buyout at any time at the player's discretion. It will cost the team in the, it won't cost anybody anything. Sure. And basically it's like a, you can sign here for a max deal and if you ever want to leave, buy. Right. I've heard that was coming. Alright, so are we cycling or are we doing more guys? Back to you again. Who you got? Put your hat back on. <coughs> Who are you? Welcome to the show. Hello, I am Clay Thompson. Wow. Clay. And uh, this is super boring. I am signing a max deal with the Golden State Warriors. We're going to continue what we started a lot at some point, whatever that, that was. 2014, right? Same hat, huh? Yeah, uh, it was the same hat. It's a Cleveland hat, which is interesting, but sure. they're going to Golden State. They're staying home. Um, I don't think that there's going to be any question. I think it's going to be right when they meet with Golden State. Um, Durant will probably have that meeting last. Sure. Doge, back to you. Who are you? All right. I am Al Horford. Ugh. Oh. Oh. He gets what he wished for. That was a good call. That'd be amazing. He's going to get like right around 20 mil here. Maybe not that much, but it's going to oh, be he like definitely, he definitely is getting four years, $112 million. I guarantee you he's getting that deal. He's, he's going, he's going to be the veteran presence in a locker room of a bunch of really young guys. He's going to do great. Sure. Sure. Dylan? You got a free agent here for us? Who are you? All right. So let's think about being uh, D'Angelo Russell. Oh, D'Lo? Ice in his veins? D'Lo. So, honestly, I want to go somewhere that we're going to compete for a championship. I'm much better than I have been before. You've seen me on Instagram with my shot. Obviously, you know, I'm straight ice. When I leave the court, I also have straight ice. So, you know, I'm iced out everywhere. Uh can't really blame me though. Uh, look at what I did for the Nets. Somewhere I would like to go. There's a couple. There's a couple places, but one place you know I, I think in between. Maybe the I think the Jazz were talking about me, right? Who? No. Who are we? Fucking D'Lo. I'm wrong. Oh, they were, but not anymore. Yeah, I'm wrong as shit. Timberwolves, brother. Fucking Nets could bring you back. I'm not thinking about that, but let's. I don't know. Kind of up in the air right now. Okay. So I'm decided. You're just waiting for the dust to settle, D-Lo. Yeah, I think Kyrie might be joining the Nets squad here, yeah, but he'll probably be out of town. So I'm not. I'm not choosing there. No. Uh. You know, honestly, 
Nice. LA is cool. Yeah, the Lakers have talked about bringing you home. Yeah, but I think, what about the Clippers? What about the Clippers want? I don't know. I've heard that. I think they're trying to get Kawhi first. I wonder if, uh, I wonder what we'll see. I mean, I'm better than that Lowry guy. Did you see me on there? Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. He just won a championship. Yeah, well, <laughs> next time. Next time. Sure, yeah. Go back to LA. Maybe. We'll see. We will see. All right, I'm going to put my hat on, final hat of the day. Hey, guys. Um, Chris Middleton here. Hi, Chris. Pretty excited today. Um, Bucks maxed me out. Let's go. Because <laughs> um, I don't – if I'm really the Bucks, you got to do it. But I don't just re- – as not Chris Middleton, I don't know if he's worth that contract. But – I think, I think you got to roll it together because you did get close to getting the championship, and you got to assume Giannis is going to get better. So, I think Listen, they're. Get- I know that that was the last hat. You got another? You want to put a final I, hat on? I'm going to be yeah. I'm going to be Kyrie Irving because I'm actually holding a Lakers hat. Oh my! It's actually yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, plot twist for the for the audience. Yeah. I was going to say, crazy that T. Jones a Lakers hat. Yeah, it's from like seven years ago, but uh, Kyrie's gonna go to the Lakers. Why do you think I gave it up, Dave? Because him and LeBron are inevitable. Nah. Uh, They're like Captain America and Iron Man. All right. <laughs> Man, uh, I don't know. I'm better than that Kyrie. They may not pool. need each other, but everyone needs them together. <sighs> yeah. All right. No more hats. No more hats. All right, moving on now. Unless anybody has, like, an extra little super nice bonus one, but I don't, so. I don't. Okay, any secret hats now, Trev? Supersonics, maybe? I don't see any. Uh, all right, moving on, then. Fourth quarter, our summer segment. So, maybe been waiting all show to figure out what it is. This is a segment uh, part of my take did recently, so we got to shout him out because we don't want to look like thieves. But I thought it was super funny. The guys thought it was funny, so we're going to do it as well. It is the Mount Rushmore of things you would consider yourself elite at. So, do we want to do like a little snake draft? Do we want to just go and like say you're four? How do we want to do it? I think we go, well, I don't know. What do you think, though, first? Four. I'll give it, give it to the floor. Do you want to go uh, just one each, go around? Yeah. We'll build our Rushmores together. Build our Rushmores together. Okay. I like it. Wow. Okay. I'll go first. So, first thing that I would consider myself elite at on my Mount Rushmore spot would be rallying and or staying up very late. So I'm known to take a nice little 10-minute nap and be able to give you a nice little two- to three-hour stretch. You know, like, hey, just give me a quick little power nap. I'm going to be able to rally. Or that guy that's, you know, had too many beverages during the day drink. You don't expect him to make it out in the evening. I'm, I'm known to make it out in the evening or at least be up very late that evening where most people would just call it early. So that's my number one. Doge, 
What would you consider yourself elite at? My first one that I put, and this is, this is really weird, <laughs> is <laughs> drinking milk. <laughs> I'm right there with you, Doge. Dude, I, I love milk, white milk, chocolate milk, doesn't matter. I don't discriminate. Um, <laughs> no, but like, dude, if I go buy a gallon in the, in the grocery store, it's like gone in, in two, two and a half days, max. And I'm just housing cups left and right. Crazy. Drinking milk. What a start. I love it. <laughs> What's your favorite uh, quick action? What's your favorite, you know, thing to have milk with? Um, probably Little Debbie Nutter Butters. Nutty Buddies. Sure. Not Nutter Butters. Nutter Butters are those peanut. I love the specificity of the snack. Nutty Buddies. Nutty, Nutty yeah. freaking Buddies. Chocolate peanut butter wafers. They're so good. Sure. That sounds delicious. I might need to get some. Dylan, we know you're an elite man, but what would you consider yourself elite at? So, the first one that I have on here, uh, I have as driving and parking. Okay, yeah. You can be a good driver and not know how to park. Uh, typically, you know, here's my saying. Good drivers don't cause accidents. Elite drivers don't get in accidents. Wow. Sure. That's that's the status difference. So. I like it. Wow. Wow. An elite an elite driver, Parker Dill. Have you ever gotten in an accident? I've have I been in an accident? No, I'm asking Dill. You've never been in one. No. Wow. Knock on wood. Yeah. <laughs> Knock on wood. Trev, what would you consider yourself elite at? See, I'm trying to think about which one's number one. Because is it like, are we saying this is like the thing we are the most elite at? No, 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 no. That's We're just, not what I was saying. You're just building no, your Mount Rushmore. It's a, it's, it's a four. They're, <laughs> they're all equally strong. They're equally elite. <laughs> this is the thing I invest at is guy for sure no doubt I, I, I won't convince you all right you convince me <clears throat> um i was that's uh that's elite. i know that was very elite of you um i was considering that on mine but i left it off so just know that all right snake wow. draft it back to you trev number number two on your rushmore are we serpentine oh yeah uh, I was not mentally prepared for the snake. That's, that's a, well, an elite member. It's worse than a surprise snake that you're not mentally prepared for. That's true. <laughs> Very true. That's why you have to mentally prepare for the surprise snake. No, I really snake. don't make sense. At least not yet. Um, you have 30 <laughs> seconds on the clock. I would say that my number two... This, and this, was, this is the second, right? We're ranking these in order? No order. Okay, 
So my second best thing has got to be. That's it. And and this is this is brutal because uh, it's lying. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I promise that's the truth. All right. Sure. Might be lying. Lying could be lying. Could be lying. Could be lying. I have always been uh, gifted at the. Uh, it, I don't even know if it's a gift. A lot of my dry sarcasm, people just believe me, and then it was kind of like, I'm good at lying. You know, it was accidental. Yeah, sure. Feel it. Big deal. Second elite thing you are. What is what? Uh, what is it? So, you know, because these are very similar, I'm gonna be a little lump sum here. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things that I pride myself is being able to go out there and just, you know, rack some field goals. You know, I'll just launch them. Have some good punts, you know, especially in soccer as a goalie. Just trying to go out there and, you know, launch some kicks, give my team an offensive chance. Uh, you know, the leagues that I play in. Uh, and then, you know, being able to throw dimes, you know, backyard sports. Or, you know, we're in leagues there. Sure. You know, just... Uh, you know, throwing and kicking, you know. Okay, yeah, sure. Kicking and throwing. Kicking, kicking and throwing. And, kicking and, and screaming. screaming. Driving, parking, kicking, and throwing. Those are... <laughs> <laughs> those are, I mean, those are very... Yeah. Parallel. There they are. Yeah. They run together. They run together. It just... Little I-N-G words there for Dill. Whatever he's doing, he's doing it. Doge. What are I can't speak elitely. That's not going to be on my list, guarantee. Doge, what are you elite at? Number two. As long as we're, yeah, as long as we're talking about it, I would say not just parking, but parallel parking. Oh, wow. I'm elite at it. I feel like as long as the, the space is as wide as my car, or as long as my car, I can fit in there. Sure. That's, a, a that's an elite skill to have. A wedger. Oh, yeah. That's a, you know, not everybody has that talent, that's for sure. Did you do not? I dig it. I, I, I pride myself on my parallel parking abilities. Well, it sounds like we're all good drivers here, folks, because I am an elite boat driver. Ask anyone around. You don't just, you know, you don't get the captain nickname just because you wear the hat. You got to be the hat. You got to drive the boats. You know, be the hat. any park job, you know, wind, couple beverages in, any boat, I'm parking it. Don't worry about it. That's all I have to say. Elite boat driving. On the whip around for the serpentine here. I'm prepared for this mental snake. Party planning. Ask me about it. If you want an event thrown, you want to get the gang together, you want a little shindig. Talk to me about it. I can get it done. You know, in college, I was the guy that got it done. Post-college, I'm the guy still getting it done. I hope to be the old guy throwing old man parties, getting it done as an old man. So I'm not, you know, I think I just cracked the top 10 last year, but I'm working my way up, hopefully to be top five. We'll see what, uh, you know, Bleach Report has me ranked here coming in 2020. Oh, sure. Doge. Third, on your elite Mount Rushmore, what is it? 
I would say that I am elite at Can Jam. It's true. I I pride myself on my my frisbee accuracy, and I've got some finesse on the tap ins. And uh, I I would I would take anyone in Can Jam and feel pretty confident about it. <laughs> I I was just say I've uh, played a good game of Can Jam with you. I believe we won that game, and you know a lot of it was your doing. So. I can attest no, no, to this. Uh, I'm not a can jammer. I'm not elite. Not elite at that. I got a good spike on me, you know. But someone's got to be finishing them on both ends, dude. Right. If we're finishing them, then they're good throws too. So that's true. Well, maybe I was just finishing them. Who knows? Who knows, dude? I don't remember. Big deal. Number three. Yeah. What do you got here for us? So. I feel like I'm pretty good at finding just random stuff to put together for late night snacking. Sure, a little late night chef. Yeah, just can find you know whatever. I practice all the time because I never really follow recipes. I just kind of have a a thing I go with, and if I think it's good, I'll uh, try to see if I can do it again because it's different every time. So right, you know, get a lot of practice in, learn what's good, what's bad. Late night snacking, number three. Late night snacking. All right, I like it. I can see it. I've I've had a good late night snack with you. I can agree that it was good. Um, Trev. I just want to say I'm always impressed. Just a couple times that I've been there, at the intricacy that Dill goes to. Yes. Dill's late night snacks go to. It's always a couple levels higher than I believe. It's like, oh, we want to eat. He's like, it'll be ready in 20 minutes. It's like, what? Right. Right. Usually, you're just gonna throw some cheese on some nachos, put it in the microwave, and call it a day. Uh, yeah, I'm like getting a zomba, right? Like, a, like a pop tarts. Feels like, like whipping up some Brussels sprouts and some teriyaki and just calling it. Yeah, right. so I'm saying for me, number three um, is uh, I'm gonna say backyard sports. Sure. Um, more like mostly basketball, but like. Like the video Just in game? General, like I'm, I'm a big, like, low key, low level sport person. I like all the Midwestern yard sports. Sure. I play cornhole overhand. So, you know. <coughs> overhand? Like, I'm a big backyard sport guy. Did you say you do cornhole overhand? Yeah, yeah, overhand. Can you explain the reasoning? Just, like, you know, theoretically what the advantages are with that? So, I have this advantage. Um, when I started pl- I made cornhole boards with my buddy and his dad. I heard about uh, that. When we put them down, I hadn't seen anyone play. We were making cornhole boards. The bags were on the driveway. I picked one up. There was a hole, and I played basketball, so I shot it. Sure. And, and you know, you're not going to go to underhand then. So, All right, so who do you call out? Do you call out Jordan or Kobe? You say Kobe. You're a Kobe guy? Yeah, I like Kobe. Kobe. Give us one. <laughs> I'm not saying he's better than... I'm just, sure. I'm a big Kobe guy. He's big guy in my childhood. All right, yeah, so I'm wrapping around for number four. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'll say, give me a Kobe. I want to hear a... Let, let's shot. recap it as we do our fourth one. So my first ones were uh, peer pressure, lying, 
Wow, and backyard sports. There you go. Um, ladies, <laughs> me up. Um, sure. <laughs> Elite um, human right there. I'd say number four is, uh, oh, man. Number four. I thought you said you were ready. You're trying to avoid the Kobe. I am ready. I'm trying to make a dramatic tone, but now I might as well just say it. Ugh. No, you make it. No. For me, is grilling. Um, sure. I low-key have um, many, many hours. Um, <laughs> I would. I, it's like uh, I actually just leveled up and got the title Grill Master, so I am a wow. grill master now. And uh, congrats, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you want food grill, then you have a grill and all the ingredients and supplies. I got everything out of me, but I, I can do it if you have everything for me. What's your what's your going rate? Did like it increase now that you're a grill master? You know, like is that in, like do you have a higher rate? Um, no. Oh, that's no, huge. Flat rate. Okay, that's yeah, big time. I'm gonna look into that. Yeah. Send me uh, send me an email on that. You know. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. I am right now. Huge, 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 huge. Dill. Recap your first three. Give us your final one. What's your Mount Rushmore of uh, being elite at? All right. So number one, these are all equal elite. Right. Equal elite. Equal elite. Driving and parking. Yep. Kicking and throwing. Yep. That's it. Late night snacking. Are my top three so far. Yeah. The fourth head that's going on my Rushmore. Number six. Classic Bill. Put another head on Mount Rushmore. I'm putting air hockey. Wow. Because I can remember two specific times where I was not a winner in air hockey. I literally played all the time growing up, going to this arcade down in Florida. And, uh, you know, the good hand-eye coordination with it, you know, got a laser have your laser focus on the puck. Sure. Because, you know, you get beat by knocking, you know, the puck in on your side. Right, on yourself, right. So if you can prevent your own goals, you know, kind of like in tennis, if you have unforced errors, you know, you're not going to win. Right. If you have, uh, you know, golf shots, you know, where these are, you know, easy shots, but you just, you know, screw up, you're not going to win. Right. So just keep it, keep it standard. <clears throat> keep it, you know, easy. But at the same time, keep it elite. So number sure. uh, number six. Um, I'm, I'm gonna have to get you in the rink with my mom. I believe she's an elite air hockey player. Oh. So I'll have to get that matchup going. It'll have to be pay per view. Maybe yeah, we'll get we'll pay per view. Ice time with Dill, air hockey edition. Correct. Sure. Oh, and here's a huge. Oh, number seven. Well, no, no, no. This is <laughs> this just goes to the air hockey. Uh, we have an air hockey table at my house oh. that was a really nice, big ass, you know, yeah, air rink, and uh, you know that was always great to have there too. So sure, get a little practicing on yourself, just being able to hit your ass. Oh, yeah, just have the self passes where you can kind of make the other person whiff on your passes to yourself from the long, you know, the long pass, the long, and long the next ball. thing you know, you're. Doing one of the pot stirs. And then, oh, bam. pot stir. I'm, yeah. starting to, I'm starting to believe that this is actually one of your seven things. Sure. <laughs> pot stir. 
Yeah, like, you, like you, you've put your 10,000 hours in. Oh, yeah. That's Everything. fine. We got it. All right. Clock so, him in. Uh, Clock him in. All right. Since I'm finished up. Yep. Who's next, Doji? Doji. Give us your three and then your final one. <laughs> my, my three was drinking milk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Parallel parking and playing can jam. Wow. The full package. Yeah. Please. <laughs> Oh, and my and my fourth one is procrastinating. There he is. Oh, I, like, I feel like I do a way better job when my back's against the wall, and I always wait till the last minute for everything. So I'm an expert procrastinator. Some would say I'm elite. That's gonna be number four on my mouth right now. Sure, love it. TJ knows, dude. We we stayed up till like. Don't tell him. Don't tell him. papers in college that were due at 8 a.m. Oh, yeah. We didn't start till midnight. Right. I mean, it's, it is what it is. So you're a get-or-dunner. Yeah, we got it done. Hey, that's all that matters. See, that's why that's why we're elite. You might be elite, too. Might be your five. Exactly. Though. It's not my... Well, it's a consider, honorable mention, but it's not in the I like that, yeah. Certainly was one I was thinking about. All right, gentlemen. Here's my three. I have rallying and staying up late, which kind of ties into the procrastination because without that skill, you probably wouldn't have been able to do that, though. So there's your honorable mention for you. There it is, yeah. Boat driving. Ask me about it. Party planning. And the final head on my Mount Rushmore of being elite is I am an elite glue guy or locker room guy you need a good high five you need a good pep talk you need a good come on boys you know you're looking at him i i i guarantee you i'm not gonna put you know what i'm gonna say it i guarantee you if i was in the celtics locker room we'd still be a great team maybe would have advanced that's how elite i am so i would just take all kaizen's bs and Shove it somewhere else. So, at a boy blue, good work team, high fives all around. Good work. That is our summer segment. Moving on now. See, that's what I'm talking about. Elite glue guy, glue guy. Can't speak. Said it again. I can't speak. Not on my elite list. Not even an honorable mention. Probably on my not elite list. Speaking. Wow. Uh, it's probably my middle tier list. You know, whatever. Buzzer beaters. Moving on. Let's wrap up this show. Trev, I'm saving you for last because I know you like the last shot. So don't worry. I'll go first. Thank you, Touch. Yeah, you're, you're welcome. Um, Just want to say, really looking forward to the 4th of July. Hope everyone has a good 4th of July here. Shout out to everyone at Clear Lake. Looking forward to hanging out with all my Lake Beebs, the Lake Bros. It's going to be a hell of a party here soon, and I'm uh, looking forward to the time off and uh, catching up with everybody. So, hope to see you all out there. Josh, where do you want your buzzer beater? What kind of shot you want? We're going to give some shouts out to uh, Cincinnati Red. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, we got some Cincinnati boys here. Um, Derek Dietrich set the MLB record for most times being hit by a pitch in a single series against the Brewers was hit six times. Um, so. Double D Pimpin's the man. Oh, yeah. 
and uh, you're really taking one for a team there if you're if you're taking six hit by pitches in one series. So yeah, you're taking six for the team. Did you see yeah, on the exactly. on the last one he for the team six times. On the last one he did a bat flip. It's freaking yeah, hilarious. Yeah, and he holds up six as he walks down. Right, which is awesome. Right. right. It was crazy. Yeah, he grew a thumb. That was pretty cool. He just fell by his legs. That's why he hit so many home runs instead of extra thumb. Big deal. So, alright, for my, my uh, buzzer beater, the California Senate passed a bill that would allow college athletes to sign with agents and be able to be compensated for endorsements and other deals. Because of this, and this is why this is important, yeah. Is because Yeah, how can they do that? It would exclude all California schools from any NCAA championship. Jeez. So and that came out with uh from uh from Emmer. So Dang. That's kinda wild. Yeah. Yep. Classic NCAA though, shutting it down. What's new? We'll see where the money goes. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, 100%. Trev, where do you want where do you want your shot here? What do you want for your buzzer beater? For me, I gotta I gotta shut on my Windians who sure through adverse adversity and uh, a lot of stupid injuries and circumstances. And uh, capital situations, they've they've managed to stay like nine games above five hundred. And Bobby Bradley's going to be awesome, and Mercado's awesome, and I'm excited to win the World Series this year. Sure, wow, huge! Calling Whoa. it early, you heard it here first. Whoa, Windians! Wow, you got to end on that, I think, for sure. That's a Windian type move. I would think sure. so. Yeah, that's so. elite. Elite. That's an elite ending with some elite humans. Doge, thank you for joining us, brother. Hey, it's good to be back. We had a we had a bit of a long hiatus there, but it's uh it's nice to get away from from the long home stands and come in and record a pot every once in a while. So always good to be here. For sure, I would say it's tough to get him in the summer, especially when you got all the Crusher games, man. Those are oh, we're very busy. It's a very busy time. Right. How how are the Crushers doing? Are they doing all right? Yeah, they're right around 500 right now. Uh, I didn't, I didn't see how they did uh, these these last two nights, but we were going the going into the road stand 18 and 18, so right there, right 500 right now. We're doing okay. Sure, sure. Um, Dill, appreciate you being on. Absolutely, it was uh, it was always fun. It was a good pod. Oh yeah, had some good fun with it. <clears throat> right. Looks like we had Trev sign off, unfortunately, but I'm sure he says, uh, you know, good stuff. You know, good work, Trev, either way. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. We appreciate it. This is The Clubhouse.